When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody's in the house today. Cappy is here. Shadano is here. Were you? I think you were talking about us yesterday. My, I did not hear this, but I, you know the old expression, "My ears were burning." I, my ears are burning. I don't think we talked about you, you guys. At all were talking about doing a wacky radio bit. Oh yes. Yeah. So I said wacky that, radio because Cappy has got like this open-ended uh, option on the best bit of the year, where it just says for the Mandy's, whatever yeah. Cappy does. I think it says or something like that. Right. And I said, "You're this is your chance to top Mason." Because we saw what the Dodgers did to Bobby Miller. Yes. Where they threw the, the hot dog the condiments hot at him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the it. They, they basically yeah. treated him like a hot dog right. and put ketchup so and mustard said, and stuff on him. this is your move, Cappy. Get down to your skibbies like Mason and we throw hot dog condiments at you. I can't imagine your when you took me up on my dare to run naked through the radio station is not going to win. But I, Cap's got some time. He's I got a couple it, of weeks. If we start throwing hot dogs and hot dog condiments yeah. at his at his half naked body, I think we're in. You the, got a shot, the Cappy. Yeah. How big a concern is it? Uh, the fact that you have an open ended category for bit of the year and it just says whatever Cappy does. Yeah. It, what What's got me concerned is is that the voting for the Mandy's closes soon. On the Does 31st. It? So I'm oh. running out of time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, All right, so, oh, oh wait, yeah, less than a week. there's only like a week left of voting? Yeah. Is that the way this yeah, thing works? Yeah, it closes the 31st, yeah. Okay. So I'm running out of time, Mace. Now, what you may not have heard yesterday, because you weren't listening, but your ears were burning. My ears were burning. I know that. Yeah, but it was that. We were suggesting that if he's going to have a shot to beat you, he's got to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I was telling George that it's very emotional for me the notion of being showered with ketchup, mustard, and relish. It's emotional? Very emotional. Oh, I've yeah, he told this story about when he was a, a kid. Got a lot of scarring. Yeah. Were you? From, this happened to you? Well, not exactly. In your younger No, he's a times? chicken bleep is what we found out. Yeah, here's what happened. <laughs> so I was in about sixth grade. Yeah. You know? And the bus dropped us off in the neighborhood. Okay. And I'm like this skinny little sixth grader, and I'm carrying my big snare drum, which is in my big box, you know? And I'm carrying <laughs> this thing. The music is awesome. Keep going. And, and and these kids, all the eighth graders, they get out of the bus, and there's a guy in my same grade, and he's kind of like, he's sort of the, the, the guy that everybody bullies. You know, yeah, he was that right. kid. He was, he was the victim guy. of yeah. the bullying. Sure. You know what I mean? And uh, these guys all got off the school bus, and they showered him with ketchup, mustard, oh, relish. terrible. They, and me, I stood there, and like, helpless. Like, what can I do? And Paralyzed. I didn't do anything. Yeah, holding my snare drum oh. in my giant box. Yes. Thinking about how bad I felt for this guy. Yeah. Did it, you stick up for him in no, some way? I didn't did do say, anything. Stop. I turtled. You turtled. I turtled. Oh. Now George wants to oh. do to me. What I saw be done. It sounds to that like you kid. have deep emotional issues in this particular yeah, area. I, t- I would discourage you from going I down this road. I tried this. to tell George. Yeah, and the more I told him how emotional it was, have you talked about this in therapy? Not really. No, it was first time he mentioned it. He said his entire life yesterday. Yeah, I've never really verbalized. Have you been in therapy? Yeah, but not for this. I got other stuff that's more recent. (laughs) Oh, am I the only one here who hasn't been in therapy? 
Have you been in Sonata? Oh, yeah, for years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm missing out. Right here, Jorge, me and you? Me and you. All right. a psychiatrist Honestly, and a here's psychologist. Here's I would tell you. The first few times literally felt like a... Like, a relief like the like weight had was come yeah. was your particular therapy for you and kelly or just you just me okay yeah does kelly go no all right that's interesting no that's just should does doing one go uh yes he got not to the same one but he goes to a different one yeah has wonder different if the therapist ever like is on his own time or her own time and they're like man this guy I mean, I've heard some stuff in my day. Yeah. But the, the <laughs> stuff that this Kaplan guy tells me. Maybe. He is. There's something really wrong the with thing this guy. I, the thing I, I, but the pandemic actually helped because when I first started seeing my therapist is when I lived in Pasadena. Yeah. And she's still based in pa- Pasadena. So now we just do it over Zoom. It's so oh, easy, yeah. right? Easier. Mine are over Zoom you know also. Yeah. I don't um, have to go anywhere. How often do you... Uh, um, I used... I mean, at the beginning, beginning, many, many years ago, it was like once a week. Now I'm like once a month. Yeah, I'm I'm a once every two weeks guy. Yeah, um, I alternate psychologist. Yeah. But if and psychiatrist. I have like if I have like a rough stretch, I'll shoot her an email. And be like, hey, when can you get me in sooner? Is oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. You know, if in between an emergency, you, right? If yeah, like an emergency pod. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you need somebody to talk to in between, Mace, I'm yeah, here for you. You're not it. No, yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah. I know you are. <laughs> I zoom. You stay I'll zoom there you. for it. And I will zoom it's you. It's not going to come to you. Yeah. So um, I best have- TV therapist ever, Lorraine Bracco. Um, Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Uh, that's Bob true. Bob Newhart's Most a really good one. Sure. Yeah. 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 Renee Russo in Tin Cup. Oh, I forgot good. she was. Uh, well, you said uh, TV. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, last time I saw Tin Cup, it was well, on Lorraine TV. Lorraine Bracco <laughs> was great. You know, Lorraine Bracco was originally cast in the Edie Falco role. Really? Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Really? Yes, she was originally cast in the Edie Falco role, and she. They started the shooting, and she said, you know what? I'd rather be. It was her option because she was coming off Goodfellas and was a bigger name than he. It was her option. She wanted to be the shrink. She wanted to leave the Edie Falco role. Wow. And Edie Falco killed it. Yeah. But what a different show that would be. Uh, if if Lorraine Bracco had been the Edie Falco, you know Mr. HBO Sopranos. just switched from HBO to HBO That's Max. I've heard, yeah. and I haven't okay. tried my app yet. Oh but my I, god! I it heard took Kelly the... forever to figure out how to yeah. update it. It was yeah. on our I, I haven't. I, I'm, I've got to. I've got to go down that road. Maybe I'll they call Kelly call and Max. have her walk me through it. But the I was trying to figure this. This is a really hard question. Greatest HBO show ever is what. Mm. Um, I could tell. I I've mean, got mine. I've I mean, got it's mine. probably Sopranos, if I had to guess, or Game mm. of Thrones. Mm, but of those are for me. Um, for me, it's Curb. Okay, Curb. Curb is, is in the conversation. Curb's I great. think Game of Thrones is probably the most popular one. But The, the Wire, Wire was probably for most me, the critically the, acclaimed. The best, for me, the best it's written. Yes. For me, it's The Wire. Don't know The Wire. Never saw one episode. Well, by, the, by the way, you're missing out. If you started it today, yeah, you would not be able to stop. It's that good. By okay? the way, twenty late twenties, early thirties, me loved Entourage. Entourage was great. Was great. So you guys haven't mentioned mine though. Uh, was it uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? No, no, no. Oh. Mace, no, we no. haven't mentioned Veep. No, oh, no oh, Veep. Veep is Veep great. Is great. And I started late on Veep, but I caught. We didn't mention. Yeah. You didn't mention Nurse Jackie, by the way. Speaking of Nurse, no, Jack, Nurse Jackie's not an HBO Nurse show. Jack, what that is, is it? Showtime. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thank you for the uh, point of information. You guys jumped me on that. Is was uh, that your your favorite HBO show? Was not a Showtime show. No, 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 no. Okay, Oz. Oh, Oz was good too. Very, like very good. You like some good the, prison you don't drama? Like prison. I, shows, I read that yeah. twelve hundred page Jim Miller book on the history of HBO. The show he says that if you ask people that worked there, and I never watched it, is Band of Brothers. Did you guys ever oh, yeah. watch never, that? Yeah, yeah, I never, I never watched. Never watched, it. Watched, never watched it. that. Show. Yeah, they said it was really good. Yeah. Uh, there, 
The Wire, Cappy, is the first show I've ever watched where most crime shows, and The Sopranos was a little like this too, um, don't give the bad guys any credit for being smarter than the cops, Mm. which is normally the case. In The Wire, the bad guys are smarter than the cops, and the cops are bogged down with all this bureaucracy. And uh, and Avon Barksdale and Stringer Bell and all those Such dudes amazing characters. are just they they know what the cops are going to do and they they're one step ahead of them and it's it's how if you choose a life of crime you can still outsmart the cops the whole time and meet your demise anyway because you didn't think of something else and it's also as much about the life of the criminals as it is about the life of the guys trying to stop them uh-huh it's and it's really... a different theme it's a different focus every year like one year is all about the police force one year is all about the drug dealers one year is all about the media trying to cover it one year is all about uh, the detectives right what the last year is all about the kids the kids the, what, right. what it does to little kids and if you let your city get taken over by drugs one of the kids by the way michael b jordan really oh and is that he's right? wallace. wallace remember he played right. wallace and now he's you know gone growing up to be this huge star yeah i mean yeah. he's such a huge star that he's at like every laker game courtside like he's got yeah. that sort of oh yeah you does. know those sort of credentials so now your, what was your favorite show again Oz. Oz, yeah. Rick By Fox, the way, Rick Fox, Rick Fox, Fox was just going to say. Oz. I, yeah. I, after Mace, after you left in New York City, yeah. and I came in and sat in there that chair. There was a chair, big show at Oz that was point. Huge, yeah. And I would go down this, you know, down into the city because I had all these friends that worked at HBO and they knew I was obsessed with the show. And I would, you know, go on set. I would always try and talk to this guy. Tom Fontana was his name. Tom Fontana is a television genius. Tom Fontana, I would talk to him all the time. I'm like, can I please get in an episode have somebody do something horrible to me. Mm-hmm. You know, have yeah. me be on the receiving end of somebody doing something really, really bad to me. I don't care. I just want to be in the show. That, that yeah. would be like when you of the year. Yeah. No, Mace, what was, the really... show, what was the show we really wanted to go on and get killed? Was it Game of Thrones? Uh, we wanted to go Game on. Game of and... Thrones would be great. Yeah. CSI, I was a dead body once. You were? Yeah. <laughs> CSI Miami? Uh, no, CSI. The original? Uh no, see, uh, yeah, the original CSI. Yeah, yeah. They shot it in Manhattan Beach. Oh. Yeah, um, I know right where they, yeah, they do Yeah, so that. I played a dead body one time. I'm available, by the, by the to way, To play totally. dead bodies? Really? To play, if you need a dead body, I'm yeah. your guy. And how I, am, I can get so still. Yeah? Like, you won't even see me breathing. I can be so still. How long did you have to hold your breath as a dead body? Uh, well, from the time they... They say action. Action. Yeah. Um, I had a good two minutes of nothing just wow. like flatlining wow yeah i have that ability to just flatline wow. that's like all right so like I S- plank S- esquire magazine ranked every hbo show of all time a few years ago okay. mm-hmm. so i don't know if this wouldn't represent everything uh the top three the leftovers i never heard i never of saw it. you know what uh our never former boss dan zampillo it's based on a tom parada novel i read a lot of his stuff i didn't love this book and i the show i never watched all right so well number four if since well, i know people that swear by the never leftovers. heard of it. Yeah. leftovers okay so their top five game of thrones five yep right veep four yep. yep the leftovers three yep the sopranos two yeah the wire one the wire wow. one the yeah. wire yeah i kept i cannot recommend it strongly enough matter of fact after the first time I saw it, I waited five years and went back and watched all f- five seasons of it, and I thought it was better the second time than I watched the first time, even though I knew everything that was going to happen. Do you, George Sedano, know all five seasons of The Wire? 
Not all five seasons. I don't remember them. No. I mean, I watched the show. You watch all five seasons in its totality. I mean, back then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and the, the thing is, I never watched it again. Because the thing is, is that we have been talking off air, George and I, about watching Lindsay, a show together. We're show trying show. to figure out a show show. Oh, The Wire would be awesome. We've never, I've never seen The Wire. I got to ask Lindsay Baseball. I mean, I would watch it again. I I'd be very on. surprised if Lindsay hasn't seen The Wire. Have you seen The Wire, Lindsay? All right, here she comes. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I yeah. surprised her. her. She didn't ever headphones. Panic She's, right now. I have not seen the wire. Uh, that you Lindsay, seen? you would absolutely love it. Yeah, Laura, have you but seen isn't the wire? It old though, like isn't well, it? Well, like, doesn't matter. Old? Lindsay, have you seen the documentary about the wire? No. Why would I see that? <laughs> I mean, I have seen documentaries about shows I haven't watched. Not, like I saw the Godfather documentary. Which because you don't like the movie, right? I mean, I just you know. Just Where's the Godfather it. documentary on? Well, are you talking By about? Are you talking about the offer? Did you, you know, watch the yeah, offer? I mean, I meant the series. What's oh, called, the series? You, Mace, you would love the offer. I saw the offer. Do you know I the story? My neighbor wrote it. Oh yeah, guy who lives in Manhattan Beach wrote it. Do you know the story about who passed? up being Michael Corleone? I, oh, I do, and I can't remember. Who was it? Jack Nicholson. Jack um, Nicholson. By the way, what comes out in the offer, which is the thing Lindsay's talking about, is they did not, the studio did not want Al Pacino. Right. Because he wasn't known. Right. And by the way, even after they started shooting and the studio started seeing dailies, they were like, we don't get what he's doing. And Robert Evans, who was running the studio at the time, he was married to Ali McGraw, was this real big character who you couldn't tell anything to. Yeah. Um, he wrote this famous book called The Kid Stays the in Kid the Picture. The Kid Stays in the Picture. And, uh, and Robert Evans was involved in that. And Al Ruddy who Miles Teller plays in the offer, yep. already just said, this is our guy. You have to trust me. This guy's going to be great. And they basically, he had to like give them everything else they wanted in order for him to keep Pacino, but he did it. Yeah. Wow. And he kept Pacino, and then Pacino became a giant star. And the course of history has changed. So- and Pacino, by the way, passed up on being Han Solo. I read that one time. I, I also uh, could you imagine Pacino as uh, in a star in the Star Wars. I also movies? read <laughs> Yoda. Yeah. Come on, is an absentee alien. <laughs> uh, Burt Reynolds him and Chewie going through space together. Yeah, Burt Reynolds turned down Superman, the Christopher Reeve role. Right. I heard he turned down Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, he I about, know, he yeah. turned out he's famous for turn him and James Conn were the yeah. ones that turned down all the really good roles. How, yeah. how about this? So in again in the offer, which yeah. is on Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. which is six episodes. Um, really good. Miles Teller plays Al Reddy, the guy who got the Godfather Michael, produced. Uh, Matthew Good plays uh Bob Evans, Bob Evans. Oh, who's and great. Burt Reynolds also turned down James Bond, apparently. There, oh wow. And um uh, the girl who plays Keely on Ted Lasso, love Keely. Juno uh, Temple, Juno yeah. Temple is also in the offer. But anyway, the um, the whole thing that, that when they were going back and, and forth and, and trying to decide whether or not to get it made, and you know the mafia didn't the want him to make was involved, it. Yeah. So all of a sudden, it comes out. It is a gigantic hit. Most people think it's the greatest movie ever made. Al Ruddy, first movie he ever produced can do whatever he wants they go to him and they say we got an idea for godfather part two and it's going to be great and mario puzo's involved and it's going to be great and already goes yeah i i think we got it right the first time i'm, I'm going to move on and do something else and leaves voluntarily to go do the longest yard with Burt Reynolds oh, yeah. football movie. Great yeah. movie. Yep. But then Godfather 2 comes Be- out, and most people think, think it's, it's the best the sequel ever yeah. made yeah. and maybe better yeah. than the original. But he, he had was, nothing to do with it. He had nothing. So are you By the way, it was Tom Selleck on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, okay. Yeah, Burt Reynolds was the other one that I mentioned. So are you guys going to watch the show? 
Yeah, well, we yeah, have to so we're trying to figure it out. But you know, now yeah. that you mentioned how great Lindsay the wire doesn't is, seem interested in the wire though. But I'm interested. I'll say that. I yeah. mean, how many seasons is it? Five. Five. That's a lot. You know who I'm sick of? Who? Ted Lasso. Yeah, I've I'm stopped. So I'm sick of Ted. I Tony Ma- Tony Moskal reminded me of something that I didn't even think of. Best hmm. TV shrink. Think about it. Giant star. Gigantic. Gigantic star. Gigantic, maybe has made in a TV in a, as a TV shrink, and has maybe made more money playing this character than any other character, uh, any other shrink character ever. And I completely forgot about it. Okay, all right, well, all of us have forgotten. Give us a yeah. better hint. Come on, more hints. Give us a hint. They're bringing it back. Okay, this year. All right, thirty years after the fact. That's oh. how popular it was. Okay. Uh, 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 what are they bringing back? No, uh, no, I know this. They're bringing back everything now. Uh, Fraser Crane. Oh, oh yeah. Come on, I think Frazier. of him as a radio guy. Right, I also But he was a radio yes, shrink, he was a radio, right? Radio shrink. Yes. Yes. Dr. Frazier Crane. I always thought our buddy I, Tom Russo, who's in our fantasy... Back? Yeah, our, our friend Tom Russo, who's, who, who Mason and I have been in the same fantasy football league with for 20 years, yep. is the executive producer wow. of what they're bringing back. Yeah. And, it's a, here's the, here's, and, and Kelsey Grammer's going to be... Yeah, yeah here's Kelsey the, Grammer's going to be. Here's the... Yeah. Uh, remember they had it's the... a big Dolphins fan. They had this... He had a, the son, Freddie, yes. Frederick, and he's going to... So Freddie is all grown up now. Oh yeah, and he's like a big wrestler, like huge, like opposite of Frazier. Right, right. Yeah, and they <laughs> and they end up like living together. It's it's basically the odd couple, but it, it, Freddie turned out to be nothing like Frazier. Right. Well, because right. If you all. remember his dad and him were like an odd couple too. Yeah. Right. The yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Was so Joe Rogan in that show also? Is that no? Joe, that was no, news, that's radio. news radio. News radio, and this one was um, that, was Frazier. 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 Right. Yeah, I don't remember. Michael Thompson loves Frazier. Hey, by Frazier's the way, a good show. Yeah, it's a very. I love the very, Jack Russell Terrier. Very smart show. Yeah. yeah. What was that dog's name? I forgot the name of the dog. Yeah. But Speaking of Michael Thompson, Eddie was the dog, right? Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Eddie was the dog. Still haven't really been invited to his. his Still. Oh, I gotta send you the text. Uh, Still haven't really been invited. I got it. I got it. To hold the on. shindig. You, know? you got a second hand in. You know? Text me some other stuff today. But yeah. Hold on. I mean, yeah, now my calendar. Did he send you the exchange with Beto that you can't read? Yes. My calendar's filling up, and I don't know. Get a text, Cappy. No, I didn't get one. He doesn't have your number. Oh well, even like Tyler got one. Yeah, Tyler got one. I. I wasn't invited. I wasn't. Tyler got. One. I don't think so. Dude, look what he wrote right here. What do you say? Here, hold on. It said, he gave the address and he said, let Cappy know. Yeah. Good. Okay, just let him know. I don't yeah, think we I can mean, read it. Laura, I don't think we can read it on the yeah, air, do you? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, it says, let Cappy N-O. Like, yeah, but that's that how means, he writes. I thought that means let Cappy know as in, no, you're not invited. <laughs> right, no, let Cappy know. That's no, exactly what that means. is let Cappy know. Ask Ireland. That's how he writes. Yeah, he doesn't know how to spell. Yeah. Oh. So are you coming to Schnitzel this weekend? Yeah, where are we going? Uh, Saturday. Wait, wait, where at? Uh, we're going to a place called Rasselbach. What time? Uh, six o'clock. Oh, so we're having like uh, a Schnitzel An dinner. An official Schnitzel dinner. I think uh, Bergman, are you coming for Schnitzel? No, not absolutely not. Unbelievable. Unless, unless we're playing Monopoly for thirty six hours, then yes. Is is Jorge coming for Schnitzel? No, hell no. Oh. no. They got any? Uh, they, what kind of? They got any kind of a sauce on top of the Schnitzel? Yeah, maybe a little bit the, of like a, the lingonberry. Okay, what about lingonberry little capers, sauce? Maybe a little capers. Little capers, little lemon butter, Ooh. little uh, cucumber cured. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really nice. Yeah, I got I, I got a Schnitzel thing for you too. What What does that even mean? I mean, <laughs> after we. 
Try your schnitzel. I want you to try my schnitzel. Oh, okay. That's all right. Sure. A schnitzel off. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it. We'll, we'll end on that note. Uh, we're back tomorrow at 1 o'clock for an effort Friday. It is uh, going into a holiday weekend. All bets are off. Anything can happen. And speaking of anything happening, I anticipate anything happening during this next few hours with our friend Shidano and Cap. Lots of stupidity on the way. Mesa and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Bang, bada, bop. Bing, bada, ding, bada, bop, pick a doom, bada, bop, bada, bop, pick a doom, bada, bop. You were late. No doubt. We were making fun of you. You know, it's funny. I hate being late mm-hmm. and I hate when people are late. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm late and it does happen, uh, I'm so embarrassed that I'm late, you know? And I'll tell you, George, what happened to me today was I kind of zoned out. I was driving up from South, South LA mm-hmm. and I knew that this was going to happen. And at my, I, I looked at my, my clock and I said, oh, it's one fifty. I got 10 minutes. And then before I knew it, it was 2.04. I think what happened to me today was I've done some, I did something today I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to know what that is? Sure. Let me tell you what I did. Yeah. So I found a new Costco to stop at for gas and they always offer me on the computer screen, would you like a car wash for $7.99? I said no every time. But today Costco? I was like, Costco. Oh I've yeah. Never. Yeah. They offer you a car wash. Now. I've never. Ooh. $7.99. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My wife just did it recently. Okay, let me tell you something. You ever been to a gas station where they have a car wash and it's 20 bucks and you drive through it and it takes 30 seconds? Yeah. This one's like the size of a football field. Yeah, it's humongous. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I said to the guy, I said, excuse me. This guy, John, he runs the gas station at Costco. Uh, this is down in like, uh, I don't even remember where I was, Costa Mesa or someplace, um, San Juan Capistrano. And, and Big John, I said, yo, man, how long does it take? George, I got into the line at 1.02 p.m. Mm-hmm. I was through the car wash at like 111. Wow. Yeah, very fast. And you know how like when you're in one of those car washes, yeah. the things are going on your window and you're just you're just like hypnotic, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's why I was late. You lost cuz you were just dumbfounded by the 
Water? I was hypnotized by the Costco car wash okay. for $7.99. Right. I videotaped the whole thing. I, I love go- I swear, you I would. love being in a car wash. What's wrong with you? You're like my four-year-old that I, loves being in a car wash. Come on, car washes are fun, dude. I mean, it is kind of cool when they first spray all the stuff on the, the windshield and it's like five different colors and it kind of looks like a painting. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. No? You're not with me? I mean, I guess. So that's why my, I was Again, late. my four-year-old loves going yeah, to the car yeah, wash. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. They're really fun. Yeah. I used to be scared of car washes when I was little. Yeah. So he was scared the first time, and that's it. So that's why I was late. I was late, and I will commit uh, uh, right now. Let it be known. Let it be stated over these airwaves. Right. Let it be written. Yeah. Let it be for the record. Yeah. I will never be late to a meeting again. I mean, I don't think I will. I'm yeah. not going to. I mean, not intentionally anyway. Right. Yeah. That was embarrassing. But, you know, as you heard Morales say, you've been sucking up to all the manager types. That's why we were surprised you were late. Well, yeah. You know, I've been the guy walking around here, like, with the bullseye on my back. You know, you don't have a bullseye. I mean, just look at me. You know? Well, I mean, there's You don't see a bullseye on this back? No, I don't. You you don't see one, huh? No. I mean, for other reasons, but not that. I don't know. Look carefully. There's a bullseye right there on my back. Me. I'm the guy with the bullseye, George. Mm. So, yeah, I've been walking around whining and sucking up to the new bosses and everything. You know, all the, the BBBs. Yeah. You know, the been, triple Bs. Have been coming out here from Bristol. Yeah. You know? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, you have nothing to worry about, Cappy. Well, thanks. I, I mean, listen, I as long as you're the CEO of ESPN, I'm, not I'm good. C- I'm not the CEO of ESPN. Sounds like you are yeah. to me. I'm just saying you got nothing to worry about. All right. All right. I mean, and if you do, then, you know. Whatever. You know, you know what I mean? Whatever. Cappy, you we want can to still know be friends. Things? Right. I mean, we're still going to be tight. It's all good. <laughs> you want to know how we know you're safe? Tell me. Because Greg Bergman had a great big announcement today. Yeah. He said they're getting you an email address. Whoa. You should have it tomorrow They or would Monday. not give you an email address if you were not going to be exactly. around. This is you're a safe? very, very big deal. Yeah. This is a very big deal. That after nearly three years yeah. of being on the airwaves of yeah. 710 ESPN, I'm finally official. I'm going to have me a, a, an ESPN email address. Who are you going to send the first email to? I, that's a good question. Oh, that is good. That's a good question. Who should your first email Greeny? Address? Oh, you should send it to Greeny. Should I send one to Greeny? <laughs> Hi, Greeny. Just Yo. wanted to say hello as we're colleagues now. <laughs> hey, Greeny. Yeah. It's Cappy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Greeny and Cappy. Yeah. Maybe we should do some work together. You want to do a collab? Wow, there it is. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, right. Sucking up to Greeny. Right. How Try, about, trying how, to get on Get Up. Right. How about a collab? Yeah. You know, or maybe, we, maybe we could do a show called The Law Firm of Greeny and Cappy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Something like that. That's exactly what it's going to be. And then I'm going to say to the BBBs, yeah. now that me and Greeny are together, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. I want to make what Greeny makes. Yeah. Good luck with that. How do you think that's going to go down? Not well. Not looking good, is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Too bad. Yeah. How about if I say, I want to make what Joe Buck makes, but I'll settle for what Greeny makes. Yeah, they'll they'll just they'll be they'll look at you and just kind of laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe they'll just look at you and be like, Yeah, you need to get out of here. Right. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. I told you, bullseye on the back, George. Well, because you're you, you got a big mouth. <laughs> so there's that. Yep. Um speaking of the opposite of big mouths, tell we, me. We found out today, although I don't feel like we really found this out today. We kind of found out like the specifics of it, but we all kind of knew LeBron was hurt, right? Mm. You didn't believe that? Mm. I mean, he sat there on the baseline in Dallas and said to you, I heard it pop three times, then missed a month. And then he found the LeBron James of foot doctors right, but, and made this miraculous comeback. Right, but he didn't ever really look like LeBron other than a game here and a game there. He did for a half. <sighs> yes! Yes! 
Segment one, the Sedano sigh. Segment one. So Sham Sharania of The Athletic reports today that uh, he played for months, the last several months, on a torn tendon. Uh-huh, of course, that's that what he said. Surgery. Of course. That's Wait, what he said. you don't believe this? You think that he just made it up that in Dallas that it popped when he when he was on the floor in vain? No, no, he does. No. He thinks it's a conspiracy. No, no. I don't think that LeBron... Uh, I saw LeBron say it popped. I yeah. saw that. But you don't believe it popped because you're like a doctor now, too. It's not, it's not that I don't believe LeBron. Okay. It's not that I don't believe LeBron. All right. It's that the reporting of it. You know, like oh. the here comes the season ends. You, you, you get swept at home after scoring 31 points in the first half and you have a 15-point lead. And when the game is over, what are we talking about? LeBron's retirement. And I know there's a lot of criticism out there that LeBron, quote-unquote, stole the headlines by talking about retiring. Okay, today's Thursday. What are we talking about today? LeBron's brutal injury. How was he able to possibly play through that? To me, I just hear this report and it sounds planted to me. That's all. Planted? Yeah, planted. Planted. You know? What if it was Tom Brady? Would it be planted? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You would not. You would never besmirch Tom Brady that way. I mean, is this besmirchment? Is it? You would you'd be like, oh, Tommy, you see what he went through? He's 79 years old and he went through it with like a foot that needed surgery and still toughed it out. Oh, Tommy. You'd be worse than me with LeBron. You would. I would be unsufferable, wouldn't I? Oh. Ah. But I mean, come on. I mean, but isn't it obvious that he's playing through something that needed surgery eventually? Oh, I don't know. Because based on the report that I heard, he... It, it, could need surgery right not not he must have surgery well, but my guess is if you're really piecing this all together when he tells you he has a lot of things to think about this offseason surgery is probably one of them and we talked actually we did talk about this the day after because i said it prop his foot probably needs surgery he's on two busted wheels and it this just jogged my memory and I said, he's probably going to have to go through a rehab, which he's never had to before because he's never had a surgery. Well, um, listen, I don't want to challenge LeBron into unnecessary Wait, surgery. I said this. Yeah, I'm just saying to you. So that's what I'm saying. I love Shams, but we, we've already been speculating about this well before this came out today. To me, again, I'm an observer. I'm a listener. I have my own interpretation on things, as people know. When I heard Shams today, I was like, gosh, did that sound planted? Go out and tell everybody that LeBron got swept 4-0, uh, had 31 points in, in Game 4, came back out in the second half, only scored 9 points, talked about retirement after the game, and now later in the week, go tell everybody, Shams, how hurt he was. You're such a contrarian. I, no, I'm a conspiracy-ish like, uh, cynic. You know what I mean? It's a horrible thing. It's a bad personality trait, I think, to be so cynical all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. What do you think? You think this is not a planted story? <laughs> Everything has an ultimate, an ul- ulterior motive. I mean, to you, everything. Maybe it's because uh, you know. Tell me, you what? Maybe you have ulterior motives. Oh, really? That's why you're always speculating? Everybody else has an ulterior motive. Maybe I'm projecting that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, trying to put you're it turning on. Turning red. I'm trying to put it on People everybody on YouTube, else. YouTube, you see? Yeah, him? you guys check this out right turning here. Turning red. Yeah, take yeah. a look on YouTube right now, people. Right here. Right here. Sunglasses, Cap. It's not lit today. Yeah. All right. We could continue this discussion. Actually, it is lit today. Because there's actually, it's Thursday, yes. But there's no lit. There's right. no Morales. Yeah. I mean, we could call him if you want. 
by the way, there is more LeBron retirement talk that has drawn the ire of some people. We'll get to that. And speaking of drawing the ire, D'Angelo Russell has drawn the ire of Laker fans in a big, big way. Mm-hmm. And it's not just his play on the floor anymore. We'll get to that in a second. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Cappy, you're not a Star Wars guy, though. Bob. Did you watch the original? You watched the original three. Dude, you know, he just mentioned 1977. Yeah, I was born that year. And I can remember being a little kid. Yeah. Seven years old. Yeah. And my parents taking me to a movie theater on like a Friday night to see Star Wars. And I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then years later, I tried to introduce my daughter to Star Wars only to find out that Star Wars is no longer Star Wars. We've had this conversation. It's like Star Wars 1 is really Star Wars 4 or something like that. Anyway, me and my daughter tried to watch the original Star Wars. Turned it off halfway. Horrible movie. I mean, I know that's a controversial political statement. I get it. I never really watched them, Cappy. It's okay. Yeah. yeah I'm good. Yeah. Horrible. You no. got to catch a kid at the right age, though. Like, you got to get him at like eight yeah. or nine to like Star Wars, right. I feel like. See, and I was seven years old in 1977. Yeah. You know, I thought it was I thought it was great. I, I will be, t- I'll tell you guys the truth, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this is an admission. I'm just going to make it, okay? I was more of a Grease guy than a Star Wars guy. Oh, jeez. Um, You're the one that I want. You are the one I want. Movie. You, 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 honey. The that, one that I when want. When I was a little kid, that uh, Grease and Grease 2 were always on mm-hmm. uh, the, like the ABC Sunday night movie of the week or yeah. whatever when I was a little kid. Grease 2 was good. Grease what? 2 is underrated. I thought it was terrible. Yeah, no. I didn't. I don't think it was no. that great. No, Grease 2 is I. Also, do you ever realize how old the character, like the people that play high Oh, they're much are? older than teenagers, so, yeah. clearly, yes. Listen, there's no doubt. I mean, that's the same case like in Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Who was the girl with the glasses? The older- the Jason a- Priestley? Andrea. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Andrea. She was, Andrea. Andrea. She was right. like 30-something years right. old. Oh, there's no doubt. The other ones were at least in their 20s. Yeah, she lied on like her acting resume to get that job, and then once they found out how old she was, they wanted to fire her. Oh, really? Yeah. Mason also says he was seven years old when Star Wars came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um- I'll tell you right now, it's true. Everybody in in, uh, Greece looked like they were like 40, and they were only supposed to be like 17 years old. That's like most teen movies, though, that I feel like the older days. Yes, the older days, Back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were like ancient compared to what they were supposed to be playing. Like Mm -hmm. the girl who played Rizzo looked like she could, she was definitely like a mom by then. I thought she was like a grandmother. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyway. All right, George, you said that uh, D'Angelo Russell 
uh, had had kind of like irritated Laker fans. That's one thing you said. And you said another thing. Which there was, was another LeBron thing. Yeah, you said there's a LeBron thing that has gotten people around the Western Conference a little bit, you know, uh, bent out of shape. So I'm curious to talk about both of these stories. Which one would you want to do, D'Angelo first? We get back to LeBron later. Yeah, why don't we? So we have audio, right, of D'Angelo? So in his exit meeting, he was asked if the season was a success. And here's what D'Angelo said. Complete success. Um, honestly, it's been a... A great time. It's been a great experience um, to come back and be in this position as prepared as I was. Um, give myself a pat on the back for that one. Um, being able to just adjust and just get thrown into, you know, the fire with the team and, and trying to figure it out on the fly and make it to the Western Conference Finals. Complete success. Uh, I really can't really complain about anything um, besides the ball going in when I wanted it to. But other than that, I, I enjoyed my time, and it was what it was. <laughs> it was what it was, right, first of all. Right, past tense. Yeah. Past tense. It's not yeah. what it is. It is what it is. No, it isn't. It was what it was. Correct. See, if we were currently still in the Western Conference Finals, it is what it is, present tense. But because we got swept at home in Game 4, and I made like no contribution at all, don't play defense, and couldn't shoot, um, it was what it was. Complete success. What do you think? What do you make of those comments? Well, I, I, first of all, I don't think it's a complete success. Like, let's let's stop with that. Right? Come on, come on. I mean, we had this conversation yesterday. Yes, you can make the case that in a reasonable scenario, that being two and ten and all the stuff they went through and remaking their team with twenty three games to go, that there is a level of success, a level of success. But the Lakers don't live in that world. The Lakers and LeBron and the combination thereof live in an unreasonable world where it's championship or bust, and he told you so after the game. Mm, no, 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 no. Sorry. You don't believe they live in that unreasonable no, world? No, sir. Uh, D'Angelo Russell doesn't. He doesn't live in that world. Well, he should know because he's actually been here twice. Yeah. Well, he doesn't live in that world right now, George. Here's, here's what D'Angelo Russell is saying to you, mm. okay? The season, a complete success. Really? Can you, can you like be really raw about that and explain that? Yeah. I got to come back to L.A., which is where I would have liked to have been the whole time. Um, I got to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, I got to play with LeBron. Went deeper than we really expected. I made a lot of money. Life is all good for me. Mm-hmm. You know? But you see, the person who's on the receiving end of those comments is mm-hmm. like, complete success? Complete success? Really? Because... I thought winning the championship, that's complete success. And when you get to the Western Conference Finals, that's partial success. Not complete. It's the opposite of what LeBron said. It is the opposite. But Laker fans don't want to hear that. And they're already kind of like, all right, dude, you got to go. And now they're really like, dude, you got to go. Right. Well, and if, if you believe any of what you've read... That perhaps LeBron... Didn't love him. Doesn't really love D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. You know... All of a sudden, instead of saying, no, it wasn't a success, man. Like, hey, look, you know, we, we got traded. I got hurt. LeBron was hurt. You know, it took a time to gel, but we made it to Western Conference Finals. But it wasn't a success. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, Laura's the biggest Laker fan in this room. How do you feel about what he said? I literally said, bruh, you're not being, you're not going to be a Laker you're, you're done. Like, Doesn't it was have not the a Laker su- mentality, under- right? No, Come because on. I understand we... I mean, it was a joke how we started. So where where we were to where we ended, I could see why he said that. But as a Laker fan, that's not good enough. And him thinking that that's good enough, you you can't be on this roster, bro. Yeah, it's it. Bruh. You got to go, bro. Bruh. Yeah. yeah? 
She's right, though. I think she speaks for Laker fans. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Is that a big responsibility for you to speak for all of Laker fans? Yes. She can handle it, Can you handle it? Do you feel like it's a weight on your shoulders? No. Okay. No, because I'm going to, look, I'm going to speak for me. And then if people want to say, hey, that's how Laker fans feel, because most do, then cool. Okay. And if you don't agree with me, then. Then bruh. Go to hell. Go to hell. Right. I'm with George on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people around here going to hell recently. I mean, it's okay. That's probably where most of us are going to end up anyway. It's really <laughs> like, uh, fair. Completely say, fair. Right. Yeah. Completely fair. You, you know, you've been around us, Cap. Yeah. Bro, I saying. thought I was a good guy. Come on. Let me go up. Nope. You're going down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we try. We try to do good. Right. You know, we good people, but sometimes we go to hell. Right. That's right. It. Hey, listen, D'Angelo Russell, though, you talk about not having a great sense of awareness. Now, look, he's not coached in media the way LeBron has been coached, if you will, to work the media. Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Russell doesn't have that anywhere near that sort of a profile. Wait, but dude, he's been in the league 10 years almost. Right, no, no, this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm saying to you. Wouldn't you think that a guy of his experience, having already been in this market, would have a better sense of... Careful what you say because it can all be used against you. Yeah. Right? Like, complete success. There's nobody who's going out there today going, you know what? He's right. Yes, D'Angelo, you tell him. Complete success. Yeah. Nobody's saying that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I mean, he's also telling you, hey, I got to pat myself on the back for that. Hey, look, I'm all for celebrating individual successes. You know, you score 21 points in a half of a game, celebrate a little bit. But he's like, yeah, I got to pat myself on the back for that. Things were great. Man, this was awesome. Why? Came back to L.A., played with LeBron, made it to the Western Conference Finals, made a crap ton of money. Hey, my life is good. Yeah, but you guys didn't win the championship. Yeah. Eh. Doesn't really matter that much. Mm. Eh. Mm. Mm. And that's why he won't be here. And if he is, it's going to be a very short stay because they're just going to use him as contract filler. I mean, I'm with Laura. My, my comment to D'Angelo Russell is, bruh. Seriously, seriously, like, like, I, I'll go a step further and say, check yourself, bruh, bruh. Well, that's you, definitely. Yeah, but bruh. So anyway, uh, if a Western Conference executive, um, kind of thinks like you, Cappy, says we're not talking about a sweep. We're talking about LeBron James's retirement talk, and he believes that it was a calculated decision to do that to take away from the sweep. Yeah, I don't know about that. You think that's a step too far even for you? I, I feel like everybody gives LeBron so much credit. He's so smart. He knows how to work the media. So do you think that LeBron thought to himself before the game, hey, look, if we lose, no, what I'm going to say... I'm, definitely not that. Okay. No. Do you think that after the game, no. before he went out to the, to the podium, did LeBron have a chance to hurry up and meet with his PR guy and go, what do I say? What do I do? No, he definitely doesn't need to do that. You don't think yeah. his PR guy was like, hey, listen, dude. Um, LeBron doesn't need to meet with anybody like to talk about what he wants to talk about at this stage of his career. Okay, so everybody said LeBron did what he did intentionally. The whole drop the the retirement thing, mm-hmm. everybody says he did that intentionally, right? Yeah. Did he do it intentionally so that people weren't talking about the Lakers being swept? They were only talking about him retiring? Is, is he really that much of a media manipulator? Really? This was all planned. I, I, don't, I don't believe it was planned. I mean, if you, if you listen, like I do believe that He's someone who understands the weight of his words, but I don't think that those things, that necessarily equates to planned. I think he knows when he says something, there's going to be a natural reaction to it, but I don't think, I, when you watch that cut, okay, like if you watch that back, 
when he answered that question, it wasn't about retirement. It was mm-hmm. about kind of the what's coming next for him, right, as the season is over. He took it there. But after literally meandering for like a minute and a half about other stuff, right, and just kind of you could see him kind of thinking and talking and thinking and talking. So really, I, I don't think it was clearly not pre-planned by any stretch of the imagination, just based off his body language. Let me ask you this. Do you think LeBron got off the podium that night and went like this? Yo, you guys hear that? You guys hear what I just did? Probably. I just I just told them that, that I've got a retire. lot to think about right. with regards to yeah. me and my relationship with this game. I got and so I just kind of told everybody that I'm con- and wait, hold on, here comes McMiniman. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, what up, Dave? Yeah, you heard what I said. I stand by my reporting. That's yeah. what that's what LeBron said to Dave. All right. You know? <laughs> Wendy had a good point. He said that, you know, looking back on it now, like he knew it was the last question, like last question, whatever. And he also said, like, it was completely volunteered information. No one really asked. No, a hundred percent. But I, and again, he understands the weight of his words. So I do think that. But again, pre-planned is a different conversation. But this Western Conference, there's no executive yeah. who who I, I I hate when reporters put out a Western Conference, you know, uh, executive. Really, like that's that's as much as you're going to give us, and I'm supposed to just buy that? Really? Yes. Well, somebody was willing. I mean, somebody definitely said it to somebody. That's not made up. George, I live on the West Coast. Yeah. I'm also an executive. Let me tell but you something. You're some not things. a Western Conference NBA executive. I don't even know if they said Western Conference it, NBA it executive. Yeah. They implied it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, you're saying me- that everyone needs to just re- reveal their sources. Otherwise, it's not legit. It's not that they have to reveal them. I yeah, you do. Lot. That's exactly yeah, what you're saying. But it'd be a little bit more helpful to me. Yeah. Well, not everyone's willing to do that. So, uh, all right. Coming up next, let's get into the Dodgers. They have had a nice little run here even though they lost yesterday. Let's touch on that a little bit. And there's still some more Lakers stuff, including some this one tweet in the community that's just driving me insane. Okay, I want to hear that. I but love first, when people drive you insane. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like that. Mm, mm, mm. There was no rejoin from Christopher? He's a little busy. Okay, Why? what's he, he doing? Got stuck in a meeting. Oh, really? Oh, Probably but... trying to clean up your mess, Cappy. Which Today mess? is. <laughs> Which one? I mean, I don't know exactly. Right. One of your messes, I'm sure. Um, today's National Wine Day. I'll be partaking today. Is that right? Of course. National Wine Day, huh? Yeah. W-I-N-E? No, wine. Like the, the one you drink. I know. I just wanted to make sure we Vino. weren't talking about W-H-I-N-E. Yeah. Like whining. Like vetching. Yeah. By the way, this song was released in 2018. Cardi B. Bad Bunny. J Balvin. I feel like this was like one of the big, like first bigger hits with Bad Bunny, right? Yeah, probably. He's been underground, but like, yes. Yeah. Mass commercially. Yes. He had been underground prior to that? Yeah. Bad Bunny? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Kind of like J. Cole. Nobody knew who he was. Because he was underground. Until that song, the ATM song. I feel like- ATM? With, that's that, late, late. Well, but I'm sorry, but that's when like, when like people who don't even listen to rap knew who he was. Because that song played, out of all his songs, I feel like that's the one that got the most airplay. He was definitely around well before that. Yeah, it was like ATM's like... ATM, like the place you go to get cash? Like, yeah, but the whole song is <laughs> like literally an ATM at the beginning. You hear it oh. go... 
Because there's other names. There's other terms. And the money. And then he goes, count it up. Count it up. Count it. You've heard that song. Count it up. Count it. Count it. That one? What was that? Count it up. That song got the... I feel like that song probably got the most radio play of any song he's ever heard to that point. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So he was not underground anymore. Well, when you're when you, that song is being used on commercials like it was, then I think you I, hit a different level. I hear I hear what he's saying. I will humbly disagree just because I, I don't started agree? listening to you don't him. Agree? No, she can disagree. It's fine. You don't he even was, have to be humble. I mean, he's been popular for over a decade. Yeah. So I mean, and that's but 2010, that, but like 2011. And that song was probably like 2015 ish. Mm. Yes. So he had been good, good, established like for five, six years right. on, on mainstream. But that song was legitimately on commercials. Yeah. So when you've hit that status, that's when people like you should know about him. Mm. 2015, huh? Mm-hmm. You had some stuff going on back then. I think. I don't know. I'd have to double check. I, I, I will. That was my, so my nephew who's turning 23. Like your nephew or somebody you just call nephew like Snoop No, Dog. no, no. He's my first, like my mom's first you know, grandson. Oh, no, that's on his way later. 2018. Because yeah. Snoop calls everybody So nephew. you were right. Yeah. Yeah. Like but Snoop that, would be like, what up, nephew? But No, Cap, not like that. J. Cole actually is a baller. He played in the yeah, Basketball Africa League. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he played in the Basketball Africa League. Like, he he legitimately can play. Like, he used to play in those celebrity games. Yeah. Um, but then legitimately played on a team for a little bit. What it's, up, nephew? It's funny, because I got a full ride to St. John's. I just didn't take to play it. play basketball? No, Cap, to go to school there. And oh. that's where he went to school. In we would have been to yeah. school in the same time, in the same field, everything. You'll have to excuse me. It sounded like you were going to play basketball at St. John's. <laughs> yeah, my five... Five foot hey, butt. Listen, chunky monkey is hey, not playing over. Maybe you got hops, girl. Maybe you got hops. <laughs> There's no air Laura here, bro. No, no air no, Laura. None, Mm-mm. none at all. all right. Anyways, carry on. Carry yeah. on. So, or yeah, as Perk would say, carry the hell Laura. That song. I thought that song was a lot closer to his like the midpoint between no. them and his start. You're right. If it's 2018, that wasn't that long ago. No, no, because no, he. I like like I said. I used to listen to a lot of underground stuff, and then he became really mainstream with Miguel with All I Want Is You, and that really launched Miguel here, even though he's from LA, launched him here into like commercial stuff. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I can do a whole history. I thought for whatever reason, because that's on the KOD album, I thought it was on all, uh, For for Your Eyes Only, for whatever reason. Mm -mm. Yeah, because For Your Eyes Only, I believe, is like 2015 or 16. Yeah, and he, I mean, his whole... Just like his whole collection is amazing. I love Jay No, he's Cole. great. I'm a huge like. But that's your ca- that's him. your song right there, Cappy. Come on, no. give me his number give one it, song. Give, give I don't one, know his number no, one. No, but just song. play oh, no, no, ATM. He has many. Play ATM one more time for Cappy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh. Now ATM, he really does mean the place where you get cash. Dude, yes. the, didn't you hear the beginning of the song? It goes, it's the ATM machine. I know, but it's like sometimes. Right there. Sometimes two things can be true at once. No, listen. Hey. There's the ATM. Oh, the cash. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is you because you love to count people's money. You do money. love to count people's money. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's yeah. a whole different type of thing, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, the Dodgers. Tell me. Uh, I'm going to that game next week if you guys Wednesday. are going. Yeah, if you guys want to go. You yeah, Wednesday. Go. We're going to go to the game. Yeah. We're going to go to the game on Wednesday. Yeah. Who are they playing I won't on go. Wednesday? I wasn't going to go because my mom's birthday, but I'm oh. taking her to breakfast. Really? So. No, it's okay. Oh, no, that's good. Get get it out of the way. The <laughs> <laughs> like, Have breakfast. No, seriously. Hey, Ma, let's go for breakfast. I don't want to go for breakfast. I want to go for dinner. Nah. I, I can't do dinner. Yeah. I can't do dinner. I'm here with y'all. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday, May 31st against Washington. Mm-hmm. 
All right. I think we wait to buy the tickets is what I would say. Here's what I think. Yeah. I think we're making a mistake. The following Friday, the Yankees are in town. Yeah, but that's going to... that. First of all, you're not going to get... like the, Tickets for the Yankee game are going to be insanely overpriced. Who's buying tickets? You're, are you going to get free tickets? Yeah, wait, are you getting us tickets? We'll go to that too. I mean, I got to call in a Hey Queen. Well, no, if you want to go to the Yankees, then do that. Hey Queen that. But I'm going to take my, I'm, I'm probably going to take Mateo to that gate, to the 31st game because I just found out Blippy's going to be there. Blippy? Yeah. Aww. Blippy's going to be in the house? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going there. Blippy. Then. Blippy. So Big wait, fan. so now it's not us all going to the no, game. No, I'm going to take Mateo. Now too. Mateo's coming. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll bring my son too. Okay. Is he like Blippy? Yeah, I'm sure he does. I don't know. They'll probably get along great. Boy, he won't be happy. I'll say to my son, I'll go, Justin, come with me to L.A., and we're going to go see the Dodgers. He'd be yeah. like, I'm not going to a Dodger game. Yeah. Like, no, no, it'll be fine. Like, you've never been to Dodger Stadium. I'm not walking into Dodger Stadium. No freaking way, oh, man. God. Yeah, because he's like all hardcore Padre. Yeah, yeah but, but they still, suck. there's like a historical aspect to Dodger mm-hmm. Stadium that any the Dodgers fan in- would want to experience. I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. And should be able to take a 23-year-old hardcore baseball fan and convince him very easily Dodger Stadium is yes. a place he got to go. I've been to Petco Park. I've been to many different state, like, you know, ballparks. Yeah, you've probably been there for like a Dodger game. I've been to Dodger and on Dodger games. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I just like the sport. All right. So l- let's go. Wednesday, Dodgers, we're in the house. Can I bring my niece? Sure. Well, yeah, we'll oh, bring wait, him no, Mateo. I work after, huh? We'll bring okay. him Mateo. Yeah, but you got to have someone take them back. Yeah, see, I, I don't That's have no Who's going to bring Mateo back? I'll probably bring Kelly then. Now you're bringing Mateo and Kelly. Well, Why do you sound you think, so mad? What do you think no, I'm, I'm going to no. do? Put Mateo in an Uber back home? No, I mean what I'll do is I mean now it's turning into a family affair. Let's 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 expand the roster. Yeah, well, I can't invite I, Nick the Stick. Right. Or Mitch, Mitch the, the bleep. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I got Nick the Stick and, and my other and now I got Mitch the you know the what. Yeah. yeah, right. So the Dodgers. Yeah. Um the real Dodgers, not our our outing here. Mm-hmm. Um They're right there, man. Right like, where? It, like near the top of the National League, they are the top of the National League. It's crazy. What is so crazy? Because it just shows you how good they are. Like an org as an organization. Because at the beginning of the season, we were right. Like, hey man, like I don't know. You know, like there's probably some stuff there that like this is gonna be a little bit of a transitional year. They've got enough good guys where they'll be right there, but. It's going to be a bumpy ride at times. And it was a bumpy ride to start, and they have the second-best record in the National League right now. The, the thing that is so impressive about what the Dodgers have done thus far through 51 games, at, at 31-20, and 20, they've got the best record in the National League. Well, te- second-best, technically, to the Braves. Okay, well, and they just took two out of three from the Braves. Correct. On the road. And, the, and they have, let me put it this way, they have 31 wins. I think the Braves have 30 wins. Right, but better percentage. I understand. Yeah. Listen, what's amazing about what the Dodgers have done through 51 games is... Can you tell us on the other side? I can. All right, let's do that. Let's break so you can tell us what, how amazing the Dodgers I have to write this down, are. though. I got to well, write, write this down. Write it down. Yeah. Yeah. The most amazing thing about the Dodgers through 51 games... Are you really this writing down. this? Yes, I am. Okay. I just hope I can read my handwriting. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll do that coming up in just a second. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 